Thanks for tuning in again to Roasting Goats. We are giddy with the support y'all have been giving us so far. So naturally, I've been a fanboy of Tito Marino for a while, uh, co-owner of Embers and Ashes here in Charleston. Uh, so of course he's going to be one of our first guests. Yeah, you, uh, wonderful guest. And uh, we got into a lot of really fun stuff with him and uh, very excited about having him on. Uh, this is why we're filming in retrospect. We uh, started talking and uh, just let it ride from there. Talked a lot about Bob's neighbors, which uh, make sure you tune in for that. Um, but again, thank you so much for the support. You can find us at Roasting Goats on Instagram or by typing in Roasting Goats Podcast on Facebook. Awesome. So let's get right to it. Here we go. The views and opinions expressed on roasting goats are sole property of the individual or individuals that are expressing these views and do not represent any of the sponsors or outside affiliates. In fact, many of the views and opinions in this show could be easily contested and proved false by a simple Google search. So if you are easily offended by mild rants and conjecture, another podcast might be your style. And if you are a consummate fact checker, please feel free to comment to any one of our social media platforms and make sure to include your expertise in all things so that others might be subject to your armchair omniscience and mastery of dead languages. If you are neither of these people, sit back and welcome to our living room. We're falling apart. No, this is right on track. <laughs> this is exactly where we're going. I thought we were supposed to, to start off serious. Sorry. Oh, yeah. We're talking about Star Wars. So, Tito. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, go ahead, Bab. Uh, so, uh, Embers and Ashes, that's a, um, uh, your business is a catering business, correct? Yes, catering, private chef. I should probably be near the mic when I talk. <laughs> how, long have you, how long have you been in business? Two, two and a half years. So, catering, so was that an effort to get out of just being in a restaurant in general, or were you, um, was it something you always wanted to do, or did you just feel your, I wanted to be with, work with food, I wanted to work my own schedule, I mean, what kind of led to you doing this? Yes. All of the above. <laughs> yeah, it was a little, I mean, I'm sure Bob can attest to this, like the, the restaurant scene in Charleston, or just restaurant scene everywhere in general is a little, it's a little nuts right now. Yeah. Um, we were running a couple of restaurants for a while, and just... Staffing's impossible. Yeah. And where are you at, though? Tell us some of the places. I mean, you've worked in a gazillion places. Let's hear it, Jay. Oh, um, yeah. You start with your, because you worked at um, Danielle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, um, so me and my wife met at the CIA up in Hyde Park, New York. Um, met there. Lived in, after we graduated, lived in New York City for a couple years. Um, I worked at Danielle uh, for Danielle Blued for. A while, and then worked at Ifiori for Michael White. Uh, my wife worked for Michael White at two of his restaurants, Alto and Maria. So I did a little research. So your your wife, she was actually one of the youngest people to cook in a pretty renowned kitchen, I believe. Yeah, she was pretty young. She was was she probably nineteen? What what kitchen was it for those that you might have just mentioned in, it in New York? In New York, yeah. Um, she worked at. Alto, when it was still open, How, and then Maria. Oh, wow. How old was she when she uh, started working there, staging there? I think she was, she was probably 19 or 20 when oh, she graduated. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that's, that's pretty uh, yeah. difficult to get that. And uh, she had worked in um, some three Michelin star restaurants in Germany before that. So, 
So, so she's, she co-owns. She's your, pretty badass. She's co. <laughs> she co-owns and works uh, with you. Do you have a, a staff, or y'all just the two of y'all? It's just us. Oh wow. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I did my wedding <laughs> because <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Because that was yeah. the staff we could find. <laughs> yeah. Well, Charleston for you. That's yeah. the point. It's the yeah. only people you can trust, right? No. To get back to your question, like that's what we we kind of like. We'd been in restaurants forever, especially like running restaurants and this that. We just kind of wanted to like kind of step back and chill a little bit. Yeah. So kind of doing the catering and especially like private chef dinners. We do a lot of stuff out. Um, people come and visit and they rent out a beach house for the weekend. We'll yeah. come and cook with them. And is there like, Jamie, our other co-host? He he um he's trying. I I think he should try to like start on that route. The private like the small mm-hmm. dinners, private dinners. is how's that like. The, is that the majority of your business or a, it's a, a fraction? Good, I mean, it's a good 50-50 split. Like during the um, during like the wedding season, we we stay real busy. Yeah. But again, like it's just the two of us, so we don't you know we don't overstretch it. We're yeah. not we're not do trying you turn to turn a lot. Do you turn a lot down? A good bit, but like we also because we're so small, we get like really get to know the people we, we work oh, right. for or with. So sometimes after meeting them and like doing some emails back and forth, we'll kind of be like figure out that we might not be the right person for them. They might be looking for something else. Um, but the cool thing is like, especially in this town, a lot of people are like, they're cool. So it's like, or like the, the, it's like the different caterers and the different private chefs. If there's something we don't do, but we know someone else does, we'll kind of push them along to like, Hey, you, you know, that's is, not really yeah, our bag. You, you should check paella, these guys. You yeah. want to go with whoever. Yeah. He did Rachel. They did Rachel and I's wedding. Came over yeah. to my folks house and, did it up you just good, did Jared man. and Katie from. Uh, mm-hmm. Yep. You said their wedding. Just did their wedding last weekend. Jared, uh, where does he work now? Got it. Is he still in working Daco. in Daco? Yeah. He, no, he just finished at oh. Daco. He's going to be with uh, Schwai when Schwai opens up his new spot. Oh, yeah. Hey, yeah. Jackrabbit uh, Philly. Hell's his last name. Jared. Shout uh, out to Schwai and Corey. So, um, Shout out Jared. What the hell's his last name? I can't remember his last name. Shaper? I think something Shaper. like that. Shaper, Shaper right? Shep. The Charlie beard. Chaplin. <laughs> I, I, I call him Jared. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so you guys did the you guys did the switcheroo with us. Mm-hmm. That was fun, dude. That was a blast. That was. We're we're trying to get another one of those going. That was uh, Gary Crunkleton wants to do one up in Chicago, uh, Charlotte. Charlotte, dude. That was such like that was such a cool idea for a uh, for uh, a dinner. Yeah. For that was the, a lot of fun. For those that don't know, Edmund Dost does a um, semi-annual um, event where we get chefs from all around town and sometimes all around the country. And uh, we get bartenders from all around town and sometimes all around the country and have them switch places and do a dinner service. We, we, we debated on calling it the shit show for a while because we were going to like just make <laughs> it happen. You know, we have like seven, you know, chefs standing behind bar making drinks. We had Frank Lee actually as one of the guest bartenders, which was oh, really yeah. funny because he didn't like. actually come in and bartend. He had his nephew who looks son. just like him son. come in. Oh, it was his son. Oh my goodness. That no is, wonder he looked just like him. <laughs> well, I was like, his nephew really looks just like him. Wait, it's his son. Anyway, they were making a daiquiri, and he was just kind of hanging out, talking to everybody. But everybody had a good time. Bob, those suspenders you were wearing during that, by the way. Oh, yeah. He's quite the dapper dad man that he was. Yes. Oh, I'm working on it, bro. He was definitely – you were on that night. Speaking too. of frankly, I'm trying to get um, – I'm in talks with him right now, and we're trying to do a segment on the show where Frank just texts me um, like – what he wants young cooks to hear. <laughs> I, want, I want to do that. Just read so, them out loud. And I'd be like, bro, you text me, I'll read it. and you know, I, I, you I, It can be whatever right you want. I think we need to hear something. Shoot him a line. 
Yeah, I, text frankly right now. <laughs> just say, what would you like to hear? What, we're doing a podcast right now. Out of respect, now. because I'll like, I'm, I'm thinking yeah. about too many things right now. I, I would. Yeah. When yeah. I get his number. Mm-hmm. He said <laughs> the, man, the, the man that lives in this room wouldn't be afraid, Bob. Oh, man. Yeah. He said he'd do, when I, when I got a verbal commitment from, from him to do the show, and he said uh, he would do anything for me except come uh, cook. <laughs> oh, perfect. Perfect. <laughs> so... I had to make something. I had to make something man. else with Frankly. If I could do, if if I could do the rest of the show with the Frankly quote of the day, I think that that would my life would be complete. The only segment that you'll ever hear on this, that's gonna be it. Uh, I, I, that would like make my <laughs> Frankly. I'm like such a proponent for Frankly. Yeah. I mean, you're gonna get sick of hearing about this on the show. <laughs> yeah. Godfather of uh, Southern cuisine down here, pretty much. Everybody's gonna work with them. That's that's what they say, Bob. Uh, that's in what they say in magazines. I don't read, um, but but I would say also that everybody around in town has at some point in time worked for somebody or had some degree of affiliation oh. with them. I mean, kind of makes them a Godfather you, as far as what's that. your affiliation? Like, what's the closest, frankly? You, I mean, like besides I, knowing people that work. I got now. to pour cocktails next to Frankly at the Switcheroo. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that was. Yeah. Back so, to the Switcheroo. Yeah, back the Switcheroo is fun. It was a lot of fun. It's always fun. Like you know, and it's weird because some people will go like all out. All out, make some crazy, like sophisticated dish that probably could end up on a menu in a lot of places. So, and sometimes you get Micah like a Melton did Fritos like, in a bag. <laughs> that was Micah Melton from the Aviary. That's the like the most accomplished dude that's yeah. ever walked, stepped foot in Edmonds. I mean, that's no offense to anyone, but like we're talking about Micah Melton. That's up there. Yeah, that's very. <laughs> he's one of the most like amazing people I've personally very ever top met. Shelf. Yeah. And he did uh, lobster Fritos. Yeah, he lobster up. Frito pie. Is that what yeah, it was? Brilliant. That right. was it. Was Which sounds fucking, amazing, right? Because he didn't awesome. want to go down in epic flames. He goes. <laughs> he goes. Uh, he he emailed me and it went like, I got an email from Micah Melton. I was like, holy fuck! I'm sure I sent that as a screenshot to someone. And uh, he was like, here's what I need. And it was like almost nothing. He's like, as long as you guys have a circulator and this and this, and I have like a boneyard of. Eighty dollar <laughs> Nova <laughs> circulators, and I, I, I was like, yeah. um, "We just, have a you, circulator." He goes, "I get it. You I'll have, bring mine." You have those like on yeah. a rotating order from Amazon he once a month, shit, <laughs> and it was like one of those. What are they called? Like <gasps> the jewels or whatever. Mm-hmm. It, one jewel in like a fucking bathtub. <laughs> I was like, "No fucking way." To temp, I'm so like circulator. I don't nothing about that. I still have the original Nova. I think it works great, but I also don't. Use it every day. Don't use it in a often, restaurant. Right? Yeah. I, it's just not one of those things that's in my like toolbox. You know, I, it's not yeah. that I don't like them or anything like that. I just, I, I just never, you know. I mean, started fucking I guess with them. Going really. back to talking about our company, it's more me throwing big chunks of stuff on top of flames. So. Exactly. So, what what separates your catering from somebody else uh, in town? I know catering is an extremely popular business to try to start out with in this town, but I can't imagine that everybody is successful with it. And I think that at this point in time, you really got to do something to separate yourself, be a little more sophisticated with it. So what what do y'all what do you bring to the table when somebody comes? Like, how do y'all go about like getting? Yeah, them? so we um, with our company we do mostly, if not all, like open fire, uh, outdoor cooking. Um, we have uh, a mobile pizza oven that we bring around with us. Um, so we do uh, like wood-fired pizzas at, at people's houses. Oh, awesome. Um, we also have used it for um, other than pizzas, like roasting whole fish, doing, you know, grilling steaks in there, doing all sorts of stuff in there. Um, we also have um, an awesome 
grill that we bring around. We have a kudu grill. Shout out to Stebbin. Um, <clears throat> love that thing. It's a, it's like a, a mobile fire pit. Um, it's got a couple different attachments for it. You can swing, you know, swing the iron arm, arm on, arm off. You can grill, grill, smoke, sear, the whole yeah. nine. Yeah, that thing's bad. Yeah. yeah uh, I mean, it just looks badass. Yeah, it's you fun. know. I, so. I, I've, I've never really used them a ton. I've just, for, it's not that I don't like them or anything like yeah. that, but, um, I'm more of a big green egg, mm-hmm. you know, we cajachinas, we yeah, kind of, yeah. we kind of yeah, broke into the cajachina yeah, yeah. game at the, at the same time. <laughs> Love that caja. Yeah. Caja, I was caja crazy for a minute. I actually just bought Revs. Yeah. He got Revs. Yeah. Oh yeah. When, when Rev decided to hit the Rockies. Yeah. So hey, you, like, you got that fly paint job on your caja, right? My thing's dope. <laughs> yeah. You got that dope one. My thing falls apart though. I've, I've, I've been borrowing your cajachina parts for a well, while. The last time you borrowed mine, I got run over. <laughs> <clears throat> and I was like, dude, what happened to my wheel? Oh, I, yeah, I broke the wheel off it. You know, I let... And then yours really got run over. Who oh, who yeah, borrowed yours and ran over it? Jeremiah yeah. Shenzel. Was that yeah. Jeremiah Shenzel? Shenzel. Somebody. Yeah, I yeah, remember Jeremiah Shenzel, he brings it back, and the motherfucker is like half, <laughs> I'm not kidding, flat. Smash. He goes, oh, dude, yeah, someone ran over that. Uh, yeah. Just let me know if I need to buy you a new one. And I was like, look at this fucking thing. <laughs> yeah, and then I remember you were doing... I forgot about that. Whatever just, that have what? you eaten his place? No. Daps? It's yeah. awesome, man. Fu- we just went there for the first time. I it's love Daps, man. Dope as fuck. It's I, Nick wasn't there. Awesome. I haven't seen Nick The only thing I've done with them is the uh, the releases at the brewery. You know, they're doing the, with fermentary. Yeah. I've had like the beers. Like so, I mean, yeah, that's the only. French toast stouters, or a French toast yeah, uh, something or other. Yeah, this and that. that. It was fucking, I had like the greasy, meaty scram- scramble or some oh, shit. Dude, it the was, restaurant's awesome. Oh, speaking of the brewery, are y'all still do? Y'all have done pop ups at Charlestown for minutes. We were for a while. Then yeah, the, uh, then, then uh, the five zero put the smash on it. The oh, old, did they? Wow. Okay. <laughs> the old, the old health department. Okay, I know. Well, I, not I for, hit you there a few times. Probably, and, not for anything we were doing wrong, but <laughs> <laughs> they just they changed a bunch of um, uh, like laws and regulations with doing pop ups. Oh. Um, because pop ups were kind of like operating in this gray area where. You're a restaurant, but you're not a restaurant. I was you're, wondering if that you're was You're a food truck, but you're not a food out, truck. Huh? You're a caterer, but you're not a caterer. Wait, so, so it's like pop-ups at breweries and at places? It's a like now a they do it with certain thing. things. Like, so no, they it's make not it, squash. They just, for us, because we were always doing pizzas. Yeah. Um, so we obviously, we had to cook our pizzas outdoors. Yeah. I know. I'd come hang out yeah, out yeah. back and hang out in the alley. Yeah, you've been there. Yeah. Um, so they, they, they kind of put the, the, um, the kibosh on that because... Okay. If we had like a food truck that had an oven on it, it'd be one thing because we could we'd be like a contained kitchen. Yeah, I see. You can't um, just set up shop though. Yeah. All right. So that's like makes sense. Yeah, I mean we get it. Like we don't we don't want no one getting <laughs> no, no one all burnt yeah. and salty. That's the yeah. last thing. We need. <laughs> yeah, all burnt and salty. So uh, obviously, uh, doing getting into the catering more heavily and that sort of thing. Uh, I'm sure you're getting quite a few gigs and starting to get a lot busier as mm-hmm. you know season approaches. Holidays approach and that mm-hmm. sort. Um, working. Well, hold on. Did Bob just walk off and die on us? <laughs> yeah, Bob is like, I don't know if that got picked up, but all of a sudden Bob just stood up. He ran he away. Had a, he had a look of like terror in his eyes. Mm-hmm. He's got the fear. He walked behind a curtain and his face is now. You never want to check it. Whoa. Very red. <laughs> and his hair just grew like three inches. It's in Bob. You okay, Bob? Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Just you make never, sure. You never want to trust a chicken wing fart. Yeah. So, yeah. So, doing the cater thing, I'm sure everything's getting busier. You uh, working with your uh, significant other, do things just, I mean, how, how is that working? How do you balance that? 
working with somebody. Take a deep breath and think no, about it's, how I you mean, answer this it's, shit. It's, it's honestly, it's awesome. Like we, because we worked together. We've worked together since we moved to Charleston. Um, so. Yeah, year is it? <laughs> y'all shared a kitchen yeah, at. So it's been it's been eight nine years that we've worked together. Close for business Monza. Close, for, yeah. We used to run close for business in Monza. Um, we briefly opened up the. Oh, place what was up that place North, called North Charleston? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we. Can we up. highlight briefly on that? <laughs> I just wanted to make sure the oh, word wait, briefly on. came through. Was that, that the taco place? Yeah, we put our notice in on opening day. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah. I, yeah, I did eat there once. Yeah, that, and I was that, like, "Why does it, there's like kids in towels like going like yeah, for the swimming pool?" I'm like, "Where are yeah, they?" Didn't tell us like about chlorine. that until we got there. Like, oh, this is different. <laughs> yeah, but, this uh, is great. But no, like, so we've worked together forever, and I think. We looked at that we like have a we both have a similar like background. Mm-hmm. Um, so like we've both worked in like three Michelin star kitchens, one Michelin. Like we've worked in high end kitchens, but we've also like we're not afraid to yeah do the grunt, drop yeah. some French fries if we need to. Yeah, like, absolutely. Um, so and we you know, we both went to the same school. We have really similar mindsets on everything. Yeah, great. So <clears throat> that's always been cool. Um, Everyone we tell that we work together, they go like, oh, my God, I could never do that. <laughs> yeah, people say that all the time. And I, I, sometimes I, I wonder why, well, if you can't do, you know, it seems like you could, you know, easily, um, you know, work with somebody. If you collaborate and you have the same kind of intellectual respect for each other's craft, that sort of thing. It seems like it would almost be like an extension of yourself to, to a certain degree yeah, cool. in, I mean, in a real way and like, not like the fictitious couple kind of way. Yeah, no, it's, it's for us, it works out great because we both, we both like cooking the same stuff. Like, we like doing the same things. We both... Um, the like styles of cuisine and everything that we're into, like, it, yeah, we like uh, a big part of our company too is like we we do a good bit of traveling. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably gonna come to a screeching halt soon because we're about to <laughs> about to make a new person. But no, what's that? Hold on, hold on. Is this <laughs> like first, like, yeah. So make a new person. Yeah. Whoa, so whoa. wait, can I? That that was some news. What do you mean by that? Um. My wife is with child. <laughs> ah, oh man! Congrats, awesome. yeah, man, dude. Yeah, congratulations. That's awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. Child number one. What are you gonna do? You gonna find out the uh, the thing or the, uh, if it's got a thing? I, it I, I, I hope it's a baby. I, I would like. A are human. you gonna find out the thing? <laughs> Will you find out the thing? Yeah, you're, yeah. You're, 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 you're worried about me <laughs> and the way I reply to your text. Bro brings up his baby, and, and he's, you say, and, are you going to find out the thing? Yeah, and he's texting while he said it, too. I'm sorry, like, Tito, we, we have a guest here. Yeah. Unreal. Am I not participating? <laughs> Unreal. Kind of. When did I not participate? playing Star Wars on his phone. Leave him alone. Hey, uh, everyone else has been on their phone house. all day, and I get on my phone for one minute, and look at the, the whole, everyone gives a fuck all of a sudden. <laughs> Well, it is your house, so. I no, had to respond to fucking someone. In your podcast. Some yeah. dumbass. Here's your, okay, here's this segment. Here's how, uh, some here's how to um, text like an adult. <laughs> Did I already say this about don't text the fucking. It was off mic. So make you sure can... you can, you text a clickable link when you send someone your fucking address, you asshole. Well, Bob's got a few weird particular text things. I like texting, first of all, in 12-year-old street slang. Yeah, so he texts, so like, texts I like, K. Yeah, K. I use a K. Lit. That's a, that's a, I don't good, use that's a good way to get I don't know that K. one. Dead I do ass. your, you are, is your. I do, and like, Bob will write back, 
I have no idea what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> Bob hates you know, and so he wants uh, you- to Bob's defense, you definitely text like a beastie boy. Yeah, I definitely do. <laughs> oh, don't <laughs> give him that. Don't don't yeah, say that because he'll never fucking stop doing it. Yeah, and I never will anyway. Bad, what do you want to say, bro? Oh, sorry. Oh, I'm just saying that Bob hates abbreviations. Like has a really he you really hate abbreviations. Just well, any he's any a way possible. Ooh, one thing, easy. one thing Bob hates. Bob doesn't like to use the word hate either. He's about to tell us. That's exactly one thing, what I was going to say. One thing Bob strongly dislikes is when it's, you're in a conversation and you say, yeah, no. Or, okay. <laughs> we can do this all day. I'll, I mean, y'all don't have to back like this shit's a surprise. I'll tell you all of them. All right. But, uh, oh, boy. what did you say that I don't like? Oh, abbreviations. abbreviations. Well, I just don't. Here's what I don't care for, okay? When people feel like they have to make everything into an acronym is what you're trying to say. An acronym... And then explain what the fucking thing means. You don't have oh, to when you get do, like seven letters of an acronym. No it doesn't sense. make you sound smart. I want everyone to. I want the twenty-five people that are listening to this to know that I don't think that makes you sound smart because you turned the thing that you then explained into like five letters. Correct, and then have to turn around. The and whole just thing it, is right? like to, you have to figure it out, and you really want your work email sent to you that way, right? Oh yeah, especially you a, nice, love that. a nice professional header, footer, professional header, and then and they bullshit street the slang your oh, work email. Forget yeah. it. That's it. I mean, another, I don't even open that shit. Another thing that Bob strongly disliked, and I, and I thought that it was kind of joking, but he uh, anytime you text Bob um, or use his name in any sort of text, oh, it doesn't capitalize his either of his nuts. names, Bob or Cook. It doesn't. Never, ever, ever <laughs> does my when you when you type my name in anything. It, I, you have to intentionally capitalize both my first and last name. Oh. He loves being called Chef. That, now that's now that I, I don't want to sound. Has, has that, that gone away? I don't insist on being called Chef. That's the, that's what I say. However, we've all probably worked in the place where everybody's a chef, where it's like, hey, yes, chef, yes, chef, everybody's a chef, dishwasher. Well, don't, don't say that in like a derogatory tone. That's, it's, a, it's, it's respectful. Hey, that's our word. When everyone's yeah. a chef, though, what I'm saying, Wait, so what, what I, I mean by that is that when the term is used for every individual in the building. I get what you're building, saying. That's, so I've never worked in a rest- restaurant. Does, do people, does everyone in the restaurant call you chef? Well, or the people that cook there depends on the connotation. It depends on the place. Chef could be endearment, or chef could be go fuck yourself. Yeah, (laughs) wait, but I'm just because I mean I don't know this. That's what I'm just saying. Like I mean I'll explain it if someone lets me explain it. Well, I'm not going to. (laughs) No shit. (laughs) So Bob's about to talk. Explain it, chef. Are you, are you? Is that a serious question? No, I really you, didn't know. I yeah, I had no idea. People yeah, call. Well, it, it kind of depends. It's it's like just a respect thing, like for most people. Like, I mean, you probably have a lot of, of patrons call you chef, right? Yeah. I mean, most patrons call I mean, you that chef. Is, is that what you're saying? That and is then, my really? job title. Oh yeah, like for, like like people that come into your restaurant call you like you know call you chef. Me, I, like not I'm not me so much because I don't kind of put that like chef thing out there really, you mm-hmm. know. And I've never really asked to be called chef, you know, so I, we don't call each other chef in the kitchen. Okay. And it's not like a rule. I mean, we, we do one, we do sometime, you know, you do it like a, a third of the time just yeah. by, I've habit. never been like, oh, my name is chef. Yeah. <laughs> I just, you know, sometimes when people like start calling you chef, Bob, chef, Bob, chef, Bob, that's what I don't care for. You don't have to call me chef, Bob, every time you, you see me, you know what I mean? Like I have vendors that I say, you know, I, I just kind of like when I meet someone, I, if it's a name that is weird, I'll say, you know, I'll like 
intentionally say that's what you want me to call you or whatever, you know, in so many words. So I just say when they call me Chef Bob, I just say one time, you don't have to call, you can call me Chef, you can call me Bob. And then when, if they don't, then I just say, go ahead, you know, whatever. When either, so like when Tito, you or Bob, when y'all meet a chef, I mean, both y'all are chefs. When y'all meet someone like you super respect, like maybe that you've never met before that mm-hmm. is a chef, you do y'all chef. say yeah. chef? Y'all yeah. do? Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, they go when they go out together. They go out to a bar together. They go. Uh, they meet some group of people. They say, "What's your name?" They go, "My name's Chef." And this is Chef. And this is Chef. Yeah. And this is Chef. But yeah, then, I, there's, then there's some people that are like, "Oh, hey, how you doing, Mister So and So?" It's like, "Oh, it's Doctor So and So." Right. Well, oh, yeah. That would be Chef to you. There All you right. go. I did. Cool it. man. <laughs> so, so an awesome, amazing thing also about our studio here is obviously having Tito as a neighbor and Lila as a neighbor. <laughs> But the in-between neighbor. Oh, boy. A.K.A. Avril. Yes? A.K.A. Fraggle Rock. Yes. She is named after, so if you've ever watched music television, Avril Lavigne, like the skater, punk rock chick with like just the tie on and like the white shirt or whatever, you know, on her skateboard. When I first started hanging out here, probably she, like... Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, She's yeah. kind of like the Diet Coke of punk rock, though. Like, th- there's nothing punk really about her, right? <sighs> um, she wears, like, black eye makeup and <laughs> No, in so fact. I mean, how dare you besmirch you listen, the good name of Avril Lavigne? Yeah. <laughs> or punk. Hey, if you listen punk. further, I mean, no you will McKay, see how but. punk... This is... <sighs> punks are less punk than this than girl. This, than <sighs> this girl. So, the first time I came over here... Listen to this story. I, I came over here after... So, when Cook It Raw was 2013. I think 2013 when Cook It Raw came here. Sure. Bob and I had gotten to start hanging out about that time. So I came over here late 2013, met Tito and all. Well, all of a sudden, oh, man. my first time in here, I'm driving in, and this chick like is skateboarding, shredding down the road in Daisy Dukes. Um, Giant Etnies. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the chunky and, Etnies, not yeah, tied, probably. And for sure is in just like some sort of very bra-type weird thing with just a necktie on. Hair down to her, almost probably down Knee to her cap. knees, not <laughs> tied up or anything. Just like just like shredding. I was like, yeah. hey just some Dogtown stuff. And, yeah, and like she like skates in front of me. She's like, and I was like, oh crap, and just I do dead wrong? eyes, dead eyes. And she's like, you got any cigarettes? And Brett, I was like, well, I don't smoke. Brad is almost correct. This is the first time he ever came over to this house. I remember this distinctly. Uh, I so I watched for him to pull up because we we're going fishing. We we're going down to like Pitt Street Bridge or something yeah, like that. Yeah. So I see him pull up. I go to walk out the door. I walk out, and they're just going, what time is it? Uh, 8, 8.30 in the morning? Yeah. We walk out the door, and, and they are going fucking ape shit. Not like, me and Avril. No. Avril and somebody at that house. Down next door to you. I don't think you. fucking ape oh. shit is a strong enough adjective. So, it's not. And oh. I, I, so, Brad, you know he's kind of a jacked up dude. <laughs> so... He's like just getting out of his car, and he, all like I, all I can see is the back of his head. He's like looking over in that direction, and then just turns around, and he was like, "What the fuck is going on right <laughs> yeah. now?" Well, you know, like Brigitte Bardot living. Uh, next well, to y'all. I mean, the studio's in Mount Pleasant, so I mean, you know, I'm like, "Damn!" I was like, "Bob's in Mount P." Yeah. Like, and I can't remember. Bob's like, "Just Mizzle, so you Pizzle. know, I got He's a good like, one. this one street. This is not Mount P." No, there's some shit going on on this street, dude. So, what my one story about my well, this is my I think best story. I wake up one morning, and we're out in the back. I'm smoking a cigar, having coffee, and I see a turtle, like, walking <laughs> through the backyard, right? And I'm, it's like right when we open Burnt and Salty. And uh, so I'm, like, just looking for any kind of fucking picture I can get to put up, right? So I go get a um, bottle of Korean mustard back when they were in the nine-ounce squeeze bottles, put it on Those the turtle, 
and like getting I'm getting pictures of the yeah. turtle walking. I thought that was the most genius goddamn guerrilla marketing shit I ever saw. I was I was I blew myself away. So now I got to figure out what to do with this turtle. So I'm like, surely I could just let it go and it'd probably be fucking fine. <laughs> go along yeah. its but turtle way. I think Chris gets in her like got to make myself insanely busier than I have to be mode. And uh, so we put it in a box and we're going to take it over to the no, lake. I mean, which is there like, is a pond that's like a block away. So we're taking it over there. And uh, I pull out of the driveway and up to the stop sign and I look in my rearview mirror and here comes, I call her Fraggle Rock. Yeah. Because she looks like a fraggle. She does. So she, I look in my rearview mirror and she is like, like RoboCop 2 sprinting at my fucking <laughs> oh. truck. And I'm like. Terminator 2 though. Terminator <laughs> 2. Oh yes, Terminator 2. Just I'm head like, down full like extension. Yeah. Like. Oh yeah. Arched hands yeah, yeah. in the face. So I'm like. <laughs> I'm like, what? The? So I'm stopped at a stop sign, and she's like, I think she's going to jump in the back of my fucking yeah, truck. you're like, oh, jump. So what I'm like, holy shit. And I don't think I said anything. I was just kind of like, what the fuck's going on? I pull out and take a left, and all of a sudden she, like, Terminator sprints past my truck, <laughs> runs up past where I am. I'm going super slow, and then starts sprinting oh. at my window with a closed fist like she was going to punch through my window. I just pull up to take the turtle to the pond, and Chris is Chris is like, "What the fuck's going on right now, Bob?" <laughs> what do you? Mean? Oh, yeah. So, uh, so clearly, so the, with that? clearly, this person needs that to be our next it. guest, and that's all that happened. So I pulled back in; she was nowhere to be found. Wait, nothing well, ever came of it. So the story is: you found a turtle, you delivered it to a pond, and then you had the next door neighbor come at you, Terminator Two style. Oh, dude, you never know if she's like you think maybe. Like she's hooking on the street. It's meth. Whoa, whoa. Yes, yes. Meth. Jeez, just because she has so a her boyfriend. No, no, no. Yeah. Her boyfriend works uh, at the at the kangaroo across the street. Oh. And, he's uh, easily 50 he's like years 55, senior. What's yeah. his name, Teddy? <laughs> I don't know. He sleeps in front of your house like all, four nights all the, a week. the fucking yeah. time. So he is he's like. Got like fi- he's got like an, a 20, 30-year-old like shitty car. Mm-hmm. He's got a muffler the size of like a bucket. But it's like a super like electric blue. It's like a weird color. And for didn't Avril used to have a new Jag? Yo, Teddy, let me tell you about no, Teddy. Man's like, yeah, brand new. She's always drives brand new Jags. He's got three shreds of hair on his head. He The other day I pulled past him. I was, I was like, man, I, I, don't, I, I didn't know what he looked like. They kept talking about Teddy. So man gets out of his car, white New Balances, like not even cool socks like up to his yeah, calf. Not like, like the, an ironic way, like what the kids are wearing no. the new dad shoes. Like two two yellow stripes oh, on the yeah. top of some like gray grayish white socks. Uh some kind of basketball shorts. Like a like a blue lightning black and black t shirt tucked oh. into the basketball shorts. And she looks Teddy's like got game, she bro. looks like she's uh will you Tito, go ahead and explain what Fraggle Rock looks like. Avril Levine. Like if if Meth was incarnate into a human. And like what <laughs> at, at what age? Seventeen. Well, she's I think she is actually somewhere no, she, well, in she's and, probably like thirty in and or around my age, like thirty ish, early thirties. But she easily looks like seventy. So I can I'm kind of getting a good idea of how my police sketch would look. Um, so you have like if you're trying to explain yeah, when, this person, when you do too many of these, so, you turn uh, up missing. How old was she? Um, was she 17, 70? I don't know. Like yeah, we're not finding she's, her. Right? She's no joke. No, uh, I mean, dude. If we're, if we're gonna, Teddy said that uh, and she's they never go, worked, right? Teddy said they go. Hey, what does he say? Oh, we got a little spot. We have sex up behind the eggs up grill. Yep. <laughs> Dude, I'll see them like randomly in public. Like, 
oh no, you're here. Shit, I gotta go. Like, yeah, because they're, yeah. they're probably trying to get it like a, like like a. Well, I mean, how many times is the law? Have y'all seen the law down there? Like endless time, endless. How, right? How many days have I lived here? Remember yeah. they remember <laughs> they resuscitated her mom Dude, so, in front of you. So the, the whole thing. So this whole whoa, whoa. Like yeah. if y'all you're gonna stop here, that. You're no, gonna stop I'm that not story. stopping it. I'm just simply oh. saying for somebody that doesn't live one. So disclaimer. I this is incredible. Like then let us tell the story. Oh, let's go. Yeah, we, you, I mean, you might like. I don't know how long this podcast is, but like, we might just talk about that. We're done. We're just talk. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. So, <laughs> so the whole family's batshit, right? This is just the mom, one part. the dad, the son, the daughter. Batshit. Yeah. <laughs> like, for a while, it was like twice a week at least. <laughs> that the cops had to like kick in the front door because they were trying to murder each not other. Not come up. I'm not talking about like come drive by. Kick the fucking it, door. It was yeah. like, oh shit, down. this house again. And they yeah. were just not like they just blew right. It wasn't like. Remember wasn't the one even time, a thing. Remember they the one time knew. we did that event? It was uh, um, Becky Burke that when she did started commune. Mm-hmm. commune. We, we did like the third or fourth commune dinner, mm-hmm. and uh, it was fun. We did all kinds of yeah, stuff. It was great. That was one of the time, first times we collaborated. That was like the, probably, the right? birth of Ember and Ashes because we were like, yeah. "Hey, let's keep doing this." Yeah, 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 yeah. That was cool. So shout out to Becky Burke and Commune. I think Commune Ooh. maybe might still be around. Um, so we're on our way home from this dinner, and uh, what Lila calls was that Lila called, and she was like, "Yo, uh, you guys might want to." Um, Use an alternate route. Uh, if you guys have been drinking, like just hang out for a little while, because like the the federal SWAT is, yeah, SWAT is at our house. <laughs> SWAT was at the fucking house, dude. We like, pulled in. There's 15 cop cars, like a couple of like I don't know. They still call them paddy wagons, like the big ass like the, the, yeah, that you can the see high cube vans. Yeah, the high cube vans. There's like <laughs> there's like ambulances, ambuli, perhaps I don't know. <laughs> Making up words. Yes. <laughs> That's Fire really truck. Like, the entire street is locked out. Like it's a fucking terrorist event. Yeah, she's, we get to the house. Ugh. They've like, they've like battered in the the. the I swear <laughs> to God, by the time we got back, all well, by the Can time they smashed the windows out of yeah, windows yeah. are smashed out. I I walked by it like people left. were coming out in hazmat suits. Yeah, so I was like, I had to go drop off Harry Root. Let me borrow his uh, cowboy cauldron. Oh. So I dropped off Harry Root's cowboy cauldron, and then. Uh, came back and I swear to God, I pulled into like my driveway or whatever and I went to go and it was like a fucking war zone and all I could hear was someone like, it sounded like they were coughing their fucking lungs out. Yeah. I remember y'all sent me an awesome text and you're like, bro, SWAT's at Avril. You know how about the one time, I was like, Holy how about shit. the one time we were, uh, we were cooking out here. We're doing some, um, I think we're doing some stuff in the Cajitas and we, we went up to like just the CVS on the corner to grab, uh, like soda water for like vodka sodas. Oh, and the brother shit. was like fucking. And we're we like we're in the CVS, and the brother and like three of his friends run into the CVS and scatter, just get tackled in the aisles, back over, but they just drag him <laughs> oh, out. Avril's brother, the brother, yeah, no? the brother. Oh. like the brother and two of his friends, and like so we're just sitting there like, all right, I guess we're gonna buy our <laughs> case of soda water and walk out like this dude, and we walk out, and they're just like face down on the curb, like yeah. getting their pockets tossed. <laughs> Does she still skateboard? Does Avril oh, still travel by skateboard? I don't know. I don't. She's not around. She goes. Well, she in does waves. exclusively post midnight. You won't see. Yeah, she doesn't do that shit. Like at when people she can may see her. only when you can almost hit her. I, I honestly think she's trying to catch like one of those insurance claims or whatever y'all call them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, like, you will be driving down. She waits till you come around the corner and she sees you coming Always. and then like jets out in Dog, the middle of the how street. How many times have you come around the corner here and she's laying in the road? Yeah, she'll also lay in the middle of the road. Or I she'll swear like, to God. <laughs> yeah, because they definitely I know like 
I know they do meth because I hear them talking about it. Because our yards. Oh, remember the time that they like they're my next door neighbor. You know they do meth because you can loudly hear them discussing. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, they do meth. Will you make sure that all those stories we told before (laughs) that go before that shit Ryan just said, please? Yeah, that's how we know we do meth because we heard them talk about it. Because like I'll sit outside and they'll talk about like. Like a, a deal that they just did, and they're like, "And who said meth heads can't do fucking math?" Yeah, I'm like, he actually said that what? shit. What? Yep. He, I heard that Wait, shit. Wait, well, I think, I think yeah. one time we were at. They got a buddy named Wizard. I, I think yeah. Wizard. Their meth. I didn't know that. Yeah, no, that's they, that's their cook is Wizard. Do you know the Do you know the name of the cook of their meth because they talk about his name that loud? Yeah, if I, if Wizard, I, the cook of the meth, is yeah. here. I remember we were on your back porch, <laughs> Tito's back porch, one night. I think it was me. Bob, Tito, probably Lila. And we're like, all right. um, And we're bringing a child into this home. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Well, Tito will soon be moving. Yeah. Um, But anyway, so we're sitting back there and all of a sudden we heard a little commotion and I was like, damn, I think Avril's wiling out again. You are like, oh, I mean, y'all just are used to it by now. Yeah. So I'm listening. Two cops, you don't even go, you don't even go see what's going on. I'm looking. I'll never forget. I was looking over and they have the, the privacy. Somebody jumps the fence and goes into the yard, and I was like, "Dude, somebody's jumped Avril's fence." And Tina's like, "Oh yeah. yeah, they do that all the time." Yeah, and I was and? like, "Wait, they just <laughs> like somebody randomly just went. It's two o'clock in the morning." He's like, "Oh yeah, it's perfectly normal." So Tempe lives with them, and he works with yeah. us. He said he goes and like talks oh, to her boyfriend. No, at the, it, yeah, him and Teddy. Teddy wants to be uh, Tempe's boy, and let me tell you why. Because because um, oh Tempe God. got his shit together. Because number one, <laughs> he's not gonna <clears throat> die. <laughs> Tempe like kind of relates to that person, right? Or like, like they relate to him because he kind of like lived that life. First off, number two, uh, what's his name? Teddy. This is in air quotes right now. Can't sleep in the house because uh, me and her old man don't get it on very well. <laughs> Well, he sleep like so he sleeps he, like he five sleeps in his car sleeps in front of my house but he's so respectful teddy that he doesn't sleep in the, the in his like father-in-law's front yard he sleeps in tito and lila's front yard hey great guy and then real stand-up cat yeah probably a nanny sleeps in though sleeps in <laughs> you know i mean i think that's good nanny material i mean you know close to the house i mean i left for uh brunch Two Sundays ago to work brunch, uh, so like what six? Start, no, uh, quarter after seven, seven thirty. <coughs> Teddy, I, I drive past. The windows are down. Teddy's pass out, sleeping like oh. out, out in the in the driver's side, and she's putting her makeup on in the window, in the in the mirror at six thirty a.m. on God, a Sunday. That'd be dope. What is we going could on? Somehow get her onto this. Oh. I mean, it'd be really scary, but it'd be cool. Oh, Babs, looking at his notes, so let's. Uh, so so hold, hold, hold those notes aside. We have to tell the best story about when they when the mom died. Oh yeah. oh, yeah, and brought her, yeah. God Go rest ahead, her soul. This is on you. I think we were let's, cooking Let's that. let that land for a second. The mother died. Died. I think we were cooking that day. Yeah, right? we, so we were, we were back in your backyard. Um, the four of us were out here grilling. Me, you, Chris, and Lila. And we're, <laughs> we're sitting out here, we're sitting by the fire, and we're like looking at the trees like, man, why do the trees look crazy as shit? <laughs> and we're like, oh, that's a load of sirens and like lights and shit. Mm-hmm. So we go. Well, obviously it's the neighbors. Like, duh. Yeah, we know. We know where. It's, <laughs> yeah. We know where they're we going. We know what's up. So we walk out into into your driveway and we're like sitting, <laughs> sitting behind your truck, just watching. And again, there's half a dozen cop cars, an ambulance, fire truck, like the whole. Still no kidding. Like the whole kit and caboodle. 
not that crazy. I mean, like we were kind of like, oh, whatever. Yeah, we're like, oh, it's Tito another night. Walked, yeah, it's Wednesday. I mean, he basically walked through them to get to his house. That's why that's how confident he was. Yeah. That, so, so I was like, well. I'm going to go see what's happening. My wife's like, dude, you can't go over there. The cops are there. I was like, we live over there. They can't tell me that I can't go home. <laughs> yeah. It's my house. So I'm just like, oh, pardon me, Jen. Hey, George, good to see you again. <laughs> like, <laughs> We see these guys once a fucking week at this point. So I <laughs> go in the house, probably grabbed another beer or something like that. I just sat in like the, the, the trunk of my car and like watch. <laughs> so you like popped the trunk and like had a seat. Oh, yeah. Back. Drank a beer. Yeah, got it. So I'm watching, I'm watching, I'm watching. All these, and like, to the point that they don't even care because they're so used to this place. They're just like, they're chatting and yeah, smoking like cigarettes. coffee. <laughs> like the cops and firefighters like, hey, what's up, man? Like, oh, we still on for next Thursday? Blah, blah, blah. And uh, so, so the, so the. Mom. <laughs> oh, my God. God. Man. So the cops got there after like the first, like the, like firefighters and EMTs and whatever. And like the firefighters and EMTs are walking out as the cops are like storming in, and then I just see they come dragging the mom out on a cot. The mom, but not even the mom's on like a gurney, and like duct taped, stapled, strapped down. Is she is she going apeshit at this she's point? She's fucking yeah, she, yeah, 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 going right. bananas, trying to like she's spitting at them, biting them, <laughs> trying to slash them. They and and one of the like the first cop. And the first, like, again, I don't know, EMT, EMT somebody yeah, like that right. out of there, they started, like, getting in a pushing match because <laughs> the fucking EMT's like, see, you asshole, this is why you guys got to be here first. This bitch went crazy and tried to kill us. <laughs> they, they, that's when they brought so, her back? Right? So she died because she had overdosed on, like, painkillers, Chardonnay. <laughs> Kendall Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Kendall Jackson sponsorship. Um, definitely some like other liquor and some other questionable pills and things. Uh, and and woke up. They had to give yes. her like they had to give her like the Uma Thurman like shot to the chest yeah. to bring her back. Woke up, started like scratching, trying to tear out people. She bit a couple of guys. Like she yeah. went bonkers. Yeah, Jesus, <laughs> that's like that's, that's wrong. So, that is in Mount. So Pleasant, they're pulling South her Carolina. out. They're pulling her out on the the gurney or whatever the hell it's called, and the. The lady's like, I'm not going to a fucking hospital, like freaking out. And the guy's like, lady, we saved your fucking life. You're welcome. You're going to a hospital. Go You're the fuck. asshole that decided to mix fucking opiates and vodka. Like, shut the fuck <laughs> yes. up. Get me. And the dad, actually, the only thing I can find wrong with the dad is that he walks his dog like the that fucking he lives most there. Guido, Connecticut dude I ever saw. Yeah, oh. the only thing wrong with the dad. <sighs> I mean, you know, that he, looks he like a Dago. stayed with is, the woman. Because yeah. yeah. he looks like Tito. <laughs> Spawned satanic yeah. kids. I just kind of found that Tito's... I, so Tito is my guy that is like introduced me to the like the Connecticut Guido. I didn't know that Great. was a thing until... What's that all about? I thought it was like the... Uh, I don't know, Bob, you tell me. I'm just me. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, my bad. Maybe I was thinking of somebody else. I kind of thought that'd be cool. Well, Something like the, funny to talk about. Like the, the tank tops, tight chains. Uh, well, what, fancy they, tennis. They, if, oh, what, like white rim sunglasses. If I were to say, yo, Brad, what's Tito going to show up in today to this podcast today? What would you have said? If he was wearing shorts, they were going to be short and tight. If they were wearing <laughs> jeans, they were going to be very tight, and they were going to be cuffed up to capris. I had those on before I came over. I okay, changed that's into what the, I thought. I changed into the shorts. Yeah, he'd, he'd have some, <laughs> nailed he'd me have, on both accounts. Yeah, he'd, he'd, small he'd, shorts. He'd have some fly tennies on. 
Probably um, neon. Yeah, and oh. then he'd for sure have on one size small shirt. Check. So whether it's like a medium or a small, he'd have that on. And you never know what he's what kind of hair he's going to have when he shows up. He's got like the he you probably have the the thick the only hair I know that's thicker than mine. It's very thick. And you, you'll see him in like two weeks, and that shit will be down to his shoulders. Yeah. And then you'll see him two weeks later, and he'll be shaved. Yeah. I don't know what, what so, in your diet. Grandma, my mom used to call me a chia pet. <laughs> what do you say, grandma? Ma. Is that your mother? That's your mother. Do you, do you have a, like a grandma? Th- do, you, do you say a, what do you call your grandma? Graham. Yeah. What do you call your grandma? I don't got nowhere. Grandparents. Well, alive, you used to but, call her grandma. Well, what did you call him when they were alive? I was Come on. N- uh, nanny on one, <laughs> and I was yikes. Graham, I think. But were you like a kid or like a grown adult? Kid. So that's like, I still think it's weird that people still call their thing, their grandmother. I do too, like like as an adult, like well, oh, this is a is, different language. This is my peepee, my yeah. my mama. My, if it's like Italian, if it's like like where I'm from, there like, a lot of Polish people. They call they call them the uh, busha or something like that. That's fine, but like yeah. My Mimi. Yeah. Like, no, come on. Like, as a Mimi. I'm going to Gigi and Pee-Pee's house. Like, (laughs) excuse me, you're an adult. (laughs) Also, like, grown adults, I call their their parents mommy and daddy. That gets me a little weird, too. Yeah, I agree. First, when you get a certain age, you're allowed to do first names. Yeah, so the worst. (laughs) Or, like, pops. Or dad. Or ma. (laughs) I don't call my dad. I've never, I almost never call my dad Tom. Really? Yeah. But when you introduce And I never say father. You like I never I almost never say the word in the in context like uh like, I've never like my father I don't ever say like my father or I don't say I don't father told me father told me that is that a southern thing so, I say pops uh, yeah uh, you know, you, yeah mine's pops dad yeah. I was about to say on a, on a southern note like <laughs> it, it's quite common for uh, southerners to start to talk about you know so we you know we used to always like shrimp and grits and uh, we really enjoyed it but mama never really liked it you're like. Wait, hold on. Who's this person? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They like would refer that, yeah. like to that all of a sudden. Right. Just kind of drop that in, and you're like, I don't really care. Like, but okay, <laughs> fine. Yeah, it's weird, huh? Sounds like your problem. <laughs> what leftovers do you have right now in your fridge, Dita? Yeah, what kind of like fast food leftovers do you have? Right now we got leftover Thai, and we had pho today. Made or bought? Fucking H&L, son. What's the Asian market? You there you go. Pho. Is it good <laughs> there now? I don't Yeah. I think I, I think it got bought again. Well, it changed. Oh, okay. Yeah, because yeah. it, it was great, went bad, and then now it's it changed awesome now. back to good again. Because right? the people that own Fong, which is like one of my top three favorite restaurants in Charleston, Fong's tight. Uh, that was the OG. That was the original. Yeah, the like, original owners of yeah. the restaurant. Yeah, I think whoever bought it after them, I think sold it, and some like because I've heard a lot of people it's say it's now. good now. And for those that don't know what we're talking about, there is a. Asian market in North Charleston. H&L. H- yes, that has a banging little restaurant in it that has kind of gone off and on over the years as like the kind of go-to spot. And I'm glad that it's banging again. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I, when I, the only time I've ever eaten there, it was the absolute garbage. Oh, mm-hmm. you missed Same it. Same year, man. Same year. Whoa, See, it was. But that was after it had been sold, right? Yeah, it must have yeah. been right after they, they yeah. left. Fong's, oh boy. Go! Fong's good. Yeah. That what's, your, what's your other go-to North Charleston spots? Oh, good call. North Charleston's. La Nortania. I don't, Nortania. man. I, it's hard because I know so many people and places that are opening in North Charleston. Well, I guess like not like the so go up to, and coming like takeaway park, not circle. park circle. Like well, the just go to like classic spots that I kind of go. Yeah. You know, and th- no offense to anyone who has a restaurant that I haven't been to or whatever. Um, 
man, La Nortina, of course. Lanartini, I love that slimer course. green sauce. The slimer green is. Oh, that's good. I uh, their tripe. Their tripe. Like, I always I always go there and just get the best just thing. get the tacos. Get all like the. I always local. get the tacos. Lingua. Um, the lingua, the tripa, the the Santa Maria. I wish they would do the menudo in a half size. They don't do the menudo yeah. in a half. And, like, I love the menudo, it's but it's huge. it's a bat. Huge. It's like yep. a it's a commitment. If it was even like a little smaller, <laughs> like the, yeah. the size of a normal bowl, bowl of pho, I would get it. But it's like a it's Their like a ceviche punch comes out that way. Their ceviche is outrageous. It's unbelievable. <laughs> I try to tell people how like it is. two foot long, and you're like, yeah. uh, it's, and uh, it's like it's like eight bucks. Yeah. It's more than a human can eat. <laughs> but now I'm sure. Bob, and I'm sure you remember it, Tito. But how about the market that used to be when you walked in? I'm glad they took that shit out because it just it just like distracted a lot of people from yeah. that. Yeah, I never saw. I never you never saw it. No. when you walk in. It looks to be like maybe an old smoking section. Like when you first walk in, yeah, like the right side. Uh, that yeah, that was, weird area where no one ever sits. No one ever sits. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like if you walked in the door and went. Yeah, if you straight. go to La Nortana, you got to sit to the left. To the left by the bar. Yeah, that was that was a market. Oh, weird. Yeah, they yeah. used to smell like octopus and shit. It was weird. It was, and I never really understood. Like you'd walk in, and you'd look at the market, and I always wanted to go in, but it never looked very welcoming, and no one was ever in it. Mm-hmm. But it was still a market. So, yo, I, I tell like, you, oh, my, I, I tell you, my eat. jam. Here's this is maybe like okay, this is like half restaurant, half go to place is Bombay Bazaar. That's like yeah, across that's, the street, that's right across the street from. So the our food's kitchen. pretty good. Um, their condiment things are really good. I love going but, to the market there. But I go to the market a ton. They, those I've been going to that place regularly for like four years, probably. And they're awesome there because like, you walk in, and obviously, if you look like us, they're like, "Why?" I don't are know you if it's like in their culture to not <laughs> smile. But every time, like the yeah, guy just looks I mean, at I've me met, and like I've turns met, around, I met Lyle's and gets dad. He didn't smile. Lyle's dad's. Oh, Lyle's half way. Indian. Is it Indian? You know I that? knew she was. I, I, I've never met. I knew she was something. I thought it was like Pakistan. No, her something. dad's from India. Okay, I, I knew it was like somewhere. He came to our wedding and didn't smile, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that other market, her mom's from Germany. Yeah. What was that market we went to last week, Bob? Your um, the West Ash. We're talking about markets. Euro mm. that European market. Oh, oh Euro, Euro foods. Euro, that place oh, is Euro the food is the, the shit. The new Euro foods just opened. Is it did the food part? Oh, open? there's a new one. Yeah, they moved. They are what? now over in Northbridge in West Ashley. Yeah. Is and it like nice and new and fancy, or does it look? It's like nice. It? Yo, it, you I mean, ask your boy Rob. Ask your boy Rob from Sparrow. We saw him in the back, and he was. Yeah, we yeah, saw we, him in the we, back. I, I love that place. place. We, we thought we thought he was maybe like working the kitchen. <laughs> and you never know, Rob. Yeah, that's what I mean. So we're like, <laughs> he's like, like, no, bro. He's always got like, a lot of pants in the fire. And I was like, well, Bob, you don't understand. They wouldn't let Rob work here. He's not in the family. You know, oh, it's yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. But they're opening a restaurant in it. Ooh. Yeah. That's going to be that's going to be open soon. I love that. Place. I was like, what kind of place is this, bro? And he was like, well, there's one big ball guy that smokes a cigar and there's one little guy that carries yeah, a briefcase. What, uh, what are they Russian or you can, I don't, I don't, I don't know, know, but they had VHS rentals when I went in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. I went in and this, they had like not the new one. No, the old one. The, the old, old Euro one food store. Oh, I walked yeah. in I was like 61 in Wapa. They're yeah, trying to make it like an all Yeah, they're like they're either like Russian or like Eastern European. This new one's dope though. I think my favorite thing that they sell is what is called gypsy salami. It's like a square, like beet red brick of meat. It's like one of the best fucking. Things. Really? Yeah. Really? You buy it? It's great. Did you see the picture I put on Instagram with the with the dude's face on the horse radish? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> what is that supposed to be making you, fun if of? You follow oh my us, god! If you follow the roasting goats Instagram, uh, we posted a picture of a sauce line. 
that. Oh, it, I saw that. Yeah, that what the fuck? That instantly made Bobby like, I got to step my package game up. <laughs> you know, because it was so crazy. Bob's like, hold on. You got to maybe do like a limited release. I mean, that We've been jump. talking about putting my face on. You know, everyone's always like, put your face on there. <laughs> yeah, but there's no way that guy owns the sauce line. This guy, it looks like he has no there's teeth. There's no way that guy's you, still you know alive. You can tell people that don't have teeth but, but, yeah. but without them smiling. Whoever right? made that like, sauce, that was his method neighbor. Yeah, yeah. And he took a picture. It looks like you kicked him in the pecker as hard as you could. And just took a picture the second you kicked him. Boop. Yeah. And like, the, uh, so yes, go to our Instagram, find a really dumb face on a sauce, uh, and you'll relate to the segment. That's And your uh, foods, if you're listening, we Yo, can do some lunch. Check it out. Let's um, Real quick, let's just talk about what we've been doing for the last couple. We've all kind of, been, kind of been doing some stuff. So, what have you been doing? Uh, yeah, man. So, I've been traveling around a little bit. I uh, took my uh, two weeks off of work and went down to Savannah a little for a little while. Uh, and now I uh, went to Nashville. Um, with my dad it was his 69th birthday and we've never done a father-son trip and he we just drew a name out of a hat nashville was the one so we went to nashville um it was it was wonderful man like it was it was a cool spot it's 75 percent like nash vegas yeah and then there's 25 percent like really cool and here's another uh, thing that pisses me off real quick segment every everybody calls their own town something vegas yeah (laughs) anyway well nash vegas is what everybody, like you said, yeah. Wait, like, is there another town that besides Nashville that goes besides Los? Everywhere you're from. Every person that's from I mean, Brad, you call it West Nashville. Yeah. West Nashville, Nashville Vegas. they call it G Vegas. <laughs> yeah, I mean, exactly. you know, all West, that. West Vegas? West Vegas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that West Ashley? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, anyway, anyway, Nashville was cool, man. There's, there's a couple of legit spots, even on their little, like, uh, tourist row, Broadway, um, some good restaurants. Um, had a good time overall. Um, I will say there is one strange thing that I noticed, and Bob, you're actually getting ready to go to Nashville yourself. See mm-hmm. if you noticed this, because yeah. I don't know why this upset me so much, but it did. And so mass transport is, is a whole fucking thing. Everybody wants, is, everybody bitches, we should have some better mass transport in this town, and, and you still wouldn't fucking take it. You know what I'm saying? But the point is, we have a couple of, there they have these Razor scooters, that Uber and Lyft own. They're like scooters. Oh, and they're, like and the they're birds. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like you can, dude, you can, dude, those things are dope. I love them. Dangerous think, as fuck, too. All right, so, yeah, dangerous <laughs> as fuck, no doubt. You love them. Hold up. Yeah. Okay, you use them then. Oh, they're great. I, dude, oh, shit. Ray and I just crushed them when we were out of town and used them. Yeah? Super fun. So, I'm, I... Man, I never, I'm sorry. I've never used this. I, here's the problem I have with them, though. So, it seems to me, like, so Uber and Lyft, you get in your Uber and Lyft app, Leave. and you say, you, you hop on, and uh, you you just can ride this thing till whenever you're fucking done, and then wherever that place might be, you throw you just in their drop yard. that motherfucker. Oh like, yeah, it's like that's my favorite part. Ride it anywhere you want and just throw that I shit in somebody's front yard and walk to fuck. I mean, it definitely down. like when you you're walking around. About that? When no. you're walking around like a nice city, though, it definitely looks like shit. That there's yeah. litter yeah. fucking there's everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah, I'm like, everywhere. I mean, who the fuck? Somebody <laughs> just took this to work and was like, eventually. Oh, and I'm done here. How far can I throw this fucking scooter away from where I just use it? There's not like a scooter stop. Well, they do this new thing where you got some people's ass. You got to like take a picture of it now to make sure it's not. Someone's like fucked yeah. up area. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm sure most people. people still do. Well, oh, yeah, don't give a fuck. if you have to do that, then I guarantee you most people's picture in in Nashville is them throwing it, and taking a picture <laughs> in the air, like and a like skeet watching shooting. it bounce. I don't know how often this happens, but I was in uh, Savannah this last weekend doing Savannah Food and Wine, and I was in an Uber, and I was just the girl was talking, and she was telling me that she recently had a girl throw up in it, and she in was a scooter? Expo- she was in in the Uber, and she was explaining. Uh, how the whole like get her getting money back works. She, 
She's like, they give you $200, but you got to like prove it somehow. And I was like, what did Wait, you- Wait, Uber pays a driver when somebody pukes yeah. in your car? Yeah. Well, because oh. they get the money from the, the- They charge the person. Yeah. Oh, okay. Ah. So she said, she's like, I don't know. I just drove to the car wash and she made the girl- Spray it out? <laughs> Spray it out. Oh. I guess the girl felt like super bad. So she like did all the work for it. So I, and the girl's like- she had never done one of the claims before, so she's kind of like just trying to figure it out on the fly because it's like three in the oh morning. My God. And um, she's like, I got to take a picture of the um, damages. So the girl's like, just take a picture of me. <laughs> that, <laughs> and she's got fucking puke like oh all night. Oh my God. <laughs> so she said she sent uh, Uber the picture of the girl. Holy like, standing shit. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Standing in the fucking car wash, spraying down the fucking Uber mats with puke all fucking up and down her. First of all, how like they, they they must have a litany of photographs just like that. It was oh. it couldn't be the last one. And secondly, the fact that you have to like go through all these obstacles to prove it is interesting because who that means that there's there's been an Uber driver that are just like mm, I'm not feeling too well and then just like yeah. calling Uber and be like somebody puked in my car, just puking all over their own car. Rental tight this works week. One time, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe you could get a couple. Uh, uh, where sorry, else you uh, been, Paul? Besides Savannah, what else you been? You you been anywhere else? Uh, well, Savannah was dope. We did the um so. We took my uh, podcast gear down and did a collaboration with um, Jace yep. for Pocket Liquor. I think that's going to be super. It, um, so we, we went to Lone Wolf Lounge. They set up a Andrew Ripley and um, Tom, I can't remember his last name right now, who own it. Jace called. It's kind of on the fly thing. I was. I got, and Jace is a bartender with you at Edmonds. For yeah, Jace has mm-hmm. a podcast. Yeah, I always forget to do yeah, that. Their podcast yeah. is fun, man. Yeah, him and yeah, Brandon Plyler. It's, cool. it's like nerdy, but like real yeah. fun. You Pocket know? liquor. Both like some bar dudes, some beer dudes, some liquor dudes. Yeah. So, so um, we went down and we filmed. Like, I was like, why don't we do like a collaboration podcast if we're going down? So he was like, uh, let me text Andrew, and he'll he'll make a room. So we he cleared us out a room, which was not clear at seven in the morning the day we showed up. <laughs> <laughs> clears the thing out, right? Sets up this this boardroom table. We explain the the we'll we'll explain the uh the, the room in the episodes when you get it, but it's it's this boardroom table like the the biggest table I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. There's gotta be twelve t- like chairs some King around Arthur it. shit. There, twelve chairs around Bruce it. Wayne's kitchen table. Uh a hams um champagne ice bucket. That's like probably over five gallons. It has like two cases of hams in it. Uh, I don't know how many bottles. Two, three. Sounds of old like Grandad. the table in front of us right now. Uh, two, three bottles of Old Granddad. Just so many shot glasses. Um, and we just set it up. And I was like, "This is." He's like, "You guys gonna have this all night?" And we we're like, "What?" <laughs> he goes, "Yeah, you can, you can, you can do, do whatever you want." And uh, me and Jason are like. I, I get, maybe Jace knew this we, this was going to happen. I was like floored. Hell yeah, that's awesome. It was fucking awesome. So we recorded an episode of Pocket Liquor with me on it. Me and me, I guess me and you know, it was me, Jason, Andrew mm-hmm. recorded an uh, episode of Pog, Andrew Ripley. Again, um, I highly suggest coming listening to this because he is like one of the most astonishing people I've ever heard. He's from Minneapolis. He went to Juilliard full ride to play the oboe. He now lives in Savannah because he, um, and he explains how he got down there. Now he he now plays with the Savannah, whatever orchestra, Hmm. like professionally and owns this bar. 
That's awesome. And it's the, <laughs> one of the best bars. Bab, you went to this bar, right? Oh, yeah. Lone Wolf was definitely my favorite place in Savannah. I went to it uh, every night I was there. Um, I was there Halloween a couple other days. It was wide open. Yeah, it was, it's cool, it's man. legit. It's like- great cocktails, um, but also like a total place to like just slum it and drink cheap beer and just like people watch. So, and it's a yeah, small it's cool. spot. Like the, the best people I've ever met in my life. Like cool. everyone, it's, it's just like, you want to talk about feeling like a place that you belong at. Yeah. Anyways, we get to, we cover that base <laughs> like a lot. So we recorded a po- uh, episode of pocket liquor, which went super well. I went and worked my event that night. Um, got my, got crushed. I was right next to the door and they sell like 3000 tickets to this thing. And it's just wow. me and this, oh, like, uh, that's where you want to be. This help, this guy that was helping me who was amazing. I did, um, chicken biryani with like biryani with like a chicken, um, thigh or something like that on top. Nice. Sold out of three, I don't know, some three fifty around there somewhere in, in 35 minutes. Damn. <laughs> so Jesus. I just packed up. I like went and helped, uh, David Carrier, who's going to be on the show. I helped him um, carve some shawarma for a minute just because I, like, couldn't even leave because people were still, like, coming in, Yeah, you know? So I went and helped him for a little while, went and helped Griff Bufkin from Southern Soul. Do you know Griff? He was no. he was one of the bartenders at the, the next switcheroo. You, 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 know, you know Griff, Griff I right? I know Griff. Yeah, so he's, he gonna, he's on it. He's St. Simons. Yep, Bees Crack, uh, Brian Furman from Bees Cracklin yeah. oh, awesome. comes through. Um, man, I can't even think of who else comes through. There's so many people. It's I'd, just like people roll through it because I know you text I, me. So you're the like, whole dude, time. Bob was so stoked. He's like... Man, I just had the podcast rolling, and people just kept rolling through. <laughs> yeah, it. Just, awesome. After yeah, the event, yeah. I just went, I just went through, and uh, like I just told everyone, like, "Hey, doing a podcast when we come through, doing a podcast when we come come through," and we recorded. I mean, like four hours. We're gonna break it up into like a holiday episode yeah, yeah. or like an old western or what something. What about like you, Tito? Cool. You've been you've been on the road or doing anything? Or I mean, any traveling for you? Yeah, we just came back from uh, North Carolina. We were doing a, a boucherie. Oh, cool. Nice. Hell yeah. So we were. Brad, you went to Colorado, smoked a bunch of weed. Um, I went to Colorado. Uh, that did happen. I don't know if there's any smoking there, but it is legal there. The kids told me. <laughs> went up, stayed with Rev, a good buddy of ours. Um, chilled with him for a little while. And um, weekend before that, I was up in Asheville getting tattooed by my buddy Danny Reed. Oh, fuck yeah. Dude, that thing right. is dope. Yeah, yeah. Got, got the, the new Weber Grill, awesome. Weber Grill tattooed sick. on the chest. Um, I tried getting Danny to do me when I was up there, but he was sick. Yeah, he told me. And yeah. he's like, he, well, he, what he really wants to do... <laughs> He uh, he wants to come down, be on the podcast, do the podcast oh, thing. But fuck yeah. he uh, he's never done whole. He's really into cooking as well. Now, if you follow Danny Reed, hot stuff tattoo. You know he's on all the Instagram and all that fancy stuff. But and, um, he's at Charleston Crooked Dude. Collar, huh? And yeah, Crooked Crooked Curry Collar. It's his like a fly fit. He oh, is, it's him. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I grew up with Danny. We grew oh, up yeah, here yeah, like same awesome. skateboard crew and everything. And he moved to Asheville because we couldn't tattoo here yet. And he started a tattoo shop there, and he is huge into fly fishing. If you're into that, follow Crooked Creek Holler. Um, but yeah, he he wants to come down and do a kaha. So cool. I would love, yo, Danny. Oh yeah, yeah, come, come down. Yeah, he's going to, dude. He's going to. I would. So. I'll, I'll I'll pay him like double his rate to give me some kind of tattoo right here. Yeah, like on the show. <laughs> he'd, that would he'd be, be sick. Like, get a tattoo during the show. Yeah, yeah. Danny, yo, Good Danny luck. Reed. Holler. Yeah, yeah, he uh, he he would be all about it. But That'd yeah, cool. he he's actually talking about maybe setting up and doing a guest spot down here, which he's never done. Oh, so, really? He's never yeah, come down and done it. He's never come down That'd and actually awesome. set up in a shop and guest spot his own home city. So, oh man, he's tattooed me multiple. I don't know if times. I'd want to get a tattoo because I'd want him to make like as much money doing that as he could. Shit, screw that, Danny. 
when you come on down, tattoo me for cheap. I got you. <laughs> so, you, you want to do the, the zig 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 questions yeah, for me? Yeah, let's though? get into something else. All right, so we're gonna, so we'll, we'll, we're about to do the the, the, the questions. Tito, after that Hi. impressive intro, I need to ask you a couple of questions. Okay. Um, so, um, off the rip. I'm going to ask you a couple of questions, and I want you to uh, answer them as uh, with as many uh, details as you want or as few. What was the first crime that you ever committed in which you got caught? Probably be like a speeding ticket, man. Speeding ticket. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. No so we're going to go, go to the next one. No worries, man. I'm not trying to loud you out or anything. No, it's fine. Uh, first Halloween costume. I don't know my first one. I don't know my last one. What was your last one? Last time I... Dress up for Halloween. I was a flying monkey from the Wizard of Oz. That's oh, fucking creepy, I dude. That? Which I don't know if would fly anymore these days. But wait, was um, that this year? Yeah, I mean, like, like, like a few weeks ago. No, man, I was like fucking oh, like twelve. Actual, oh. not like sexy. wait. No, so you haven't dressed up since you were twelve. I'm, I'm an adult human. Oh. Whoa, shit! No, no, hold on now. He's wait a, a second. Guy. Yeah, that's I, fine. I, I love Halloween too. But. So when you were twelve, you were that, now that's a great twelve-year-old costume. You have a little funky little vest and oh, everything. Yeah, don't have the Fucking fez and everything. <laughs> so, so I um, let that's me ask you another question. You probably question. can't say fez. Now you might. Have to- <laughs> that's where this is going to go off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you can't. Yeah. Uh, so another question. Here you go. Um, so if you could travel back in time, twentieth century, we'll we'll narrow it down for you. Twentieth century, you could travel back into the twentieth century, anywhere back in time. See, I'm so dumb. I don't even know what that means. I like. The 1920s, right? Someone say no, what no, the no, 20th century. All right, okay. I'm so sorry. 20th century after 2000. It's no. Hold no, on. It's, it's ni- 2000 Oh my god. 1900 I mean, to I really, 2000. I wanted to avoid having to say this, but it's from 1900 to 2000 would be the yeah. 20th century. Nailed it. Oh. So it's kind of it's a very modern past. World War II, World War One. If you could travel back in and be present for any event or anything that happened during the 20th century. You're a time traveler. You can go back in time. You can be a firsthand witness of any event in history. And when you come back to the present day, everyone will believe your story. What event would you travel back to This is take? a lot of lead up for an answer you're not going to be thrilled about. Well, all right, let's go. Oh, I just can't wait. I'll be thrilled. 20th century, I would go back and be a member of the live studio audience of a uh, taping of the Golden Girls. <laughs> Dude, no. Son. I was, <laughs> I was hoping he was going to say that. I was like, I was going to be so fucking disappointed if I had to remind him that that was what he would want to be doing. Yeah. It's yeah. awesome. That, yeah, that's great. You like, saw Travis Milton's mount. I don't even, I forgot what he said he's calling it. That thing is that one of the, tattoo I, is, it's just the outline, so yeah. it's like hard to see. It's Go awesome. back on the, no, it's on Burton Salty's Instagram. That's my oh wife's man, you gotta go to Burton Southie's Instagram. Man, for every one. night she watches I that junk. I love that show, dude. Look at my look at my home every screen. Every single, yeah, I know. I All saw right, it. questions. Next <laughs> question. My lock screen is Sophia Petrillo, dog. <laughs> right. So Golden Girls heard. That's yeah. That, that's that will be the. You'll be the only person that answers that. I think so. That's gonna be a good one. I don't know. Yeah, I just, my boy Travis Milton's got a fucking Mount Rushmore, but all the Golden <laughs> I Girls. He's got a chess piece. That yeah, I, so I, the, the, I wouldn't go too far. Do you yeah. have, uh, well. Uh, so, all right, I have to ask you this. Now, what is your most irrational fear? Now, irrational meaning, like, I mean, if it makes sense that you have this fear, like, oh, getting into a car wreck or drowning, or that, those are very rational fears. What's your most irrational fear, a fear that, like, a phobia that you might have? So I got a lot of rational ones. I guess, like, starting off this was very 
scaring the shit out of me. Oh. So I hate being like. Oh, yeah. I, I don't mean, mind. It's rational. It's public I don't mind, speaking to certain yeah. I don't mind like. That's rational. That's if, totally if, rational. If like a bunch of friends are hanging out drinking, like, I don't mind being the center of attention, but like. Is that why you're such a like. Do you think that's why you're such a. Alcoholic? Like, rah, 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 guy? <laughs> I'm just getting over the, Is that the fear why of me chugging straight <laughs> Mictor's tin out the bottle as I speak. I know. So, yeah, no, but I would consider that a rational fear. I mean, to be honest with you, the first time we did this, I was. Stumbling oh, over words. Anytime, anytime we have to do like a dinner where it's like, all right, yeah, you're going to go up with a mic and introduce the dish. I'm like, <gasps> what? <laughs> I, I made some stuff. But there's right. nothing that I sticks out. I hope you like it. Yeah, nothing, that, <laughs> nothing that sticks out, though, as, as something you're like, why the fuck am I worried about yeah, that? Yeah, about like aliens or some shit. Or clowns. Or like, you know. I used to want to be a clown, so clowns don't fuck me Or like the, scra- the, the, Bro, the like scraping. Are. Tiny <laughs> screws. Like scraping ceramic, you know, like I, I, I guess that's not I like a fear, like but a, that's a, that's not an irrational fear. I'm talking, are you talking like aliens and shit? No, I don't even, is, no, that, is that irrational, Bob? No, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I think I'm too busy being crushed daily by rational anxieties and stress and fears <laughs> that like, I don't have time for, I wish so there's nobody <laughs> underneath your bed waiting to kill you or anything like that. Her, I, I wish I was I fucking of, hope so. <laughs> so moving on real quick. So do you have a, uh, that's spoken like a true, like just found out you're about to be a father. Yeah. Well, I'm going to as a dad, get ready for some irrational bullshit coming your way. Bro. Lindsay's, yeah, rolling, sure. Lindsay's rolling her eyes. calling calling y'all bitches. So, what is your favorite guilty pleasure movie? Guilty pleasure. Something you don't really want to admit to anybody. Oh, God. I don't think that. He'll admit anything. Admit anything. But, yeah. Well, I was about to say. <laughs> it'd be real weird if that was the to, actual yeah. thing. Yeah. I don't know if it'd be one movie. It'd be more of like a genre. Let's go. But I also, I guess, it, I'm a fucking... BBC? I get, I get my branch into two things. Let's do it. I like Pauly Shore movies any more than any human should. <laughs> Really? Yeah. But then I also... Hey, buddy. <laughs> it's the weasel. It's the weasel. Um, huh. I like to wheeze the juice. But Wheezing then the juice. I also like Disney movies any more than like any grown That's adult should. A, li- a lot of more people than you think like Disney movies. So but what's like, your favorite Disney movie? Like, uh, I don't know school. of all time, but like I'll be like driving to a gig and have like the Moana soundtrack on in my truck. <laughs> that's And I'll that's, be like... That's I'll be so like I'm like driving by myself, like man, this would be weird as fuck if someone like if someone came up and I just rolled the window down. <laughs> Moana's blasting. I'm behind that. Good, awesome. Well, next I, question. I I've, I've got just a couple more for you. Um, you do you do you have a spirit animal? Babe, you're not on television, bro. I don't know if you guys can see this, dude. Well, He's I should very be. Like, bro, yeah, like, you're like no his one's posture is you, fucking head to toe, dog. Oh wait, wait. I got a Disney hat that I saw on Facebook today. Which is random. Yeah, that was random. Anyway, so the, your question with um, so, I will say uh, so. What is what's Bab your craziest encounter with an animal, either domestic or wild? Oh, this is gonna be wild. Your two dogs are fucking wild. Yeah, my two dogs are fucking wild. I got a one-eyed cat that we found in a so what trash did one-eyed you, like you ever had like a fucking deer try to run you down or like something? I was helped. Held up a gunpoint by a deer? I hope I can talk about this on your podcast. Oh, shit. Yes, fuck yeah. Yes, you can. I was helping... I have a disclaimer. Fuck. I was helping a friend slaughter a cow. Can we Uh, do this? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Okay. (laughs) So I was helping a a buddy slaughter a cow. And this was the day I found out that some cows have horns. Mm -hmm. Not just bulls. Ah. Yeah. Oh, damn. Some breeds of of bovine, the, the female, even though... 
we're not doing genders here. Um, they themselves have horns. I thought there's, isn't there <laughs> another like a a reindeer or something? I think there's a, ra- a reindeer or something that all have antlers or kudu, but those are horns. Yeah, this was like, it looked like a like a short, almost like a Texas Longhorn situation. And uh, how did you find this out? I showed up. Uh, so I, I get to my buddy's farm and he's like, oh, I need, you know, some hands with this cow. Mm. Get in there. He's got this cow in a, a pen and it has fucking horns. Like, like, this. like meaty like ass the size horns. of my goddamn horns. Gore you. I was like, bro, that's a bull. He goes, no, no, like this breed of cow has horns. I'm like, you could have told me that on the goddamn phone, son. <laughs> yeah, I need some help. And all of a sudden you jump in and like, so, sit on you're, you're in a rodeo. All and hold him down now. So... <clears throat> We um, uh, we're using like a, a bolt gun, like what you using like a professional slaughterhouse, blah blah mm-hmm. blah. Yep. So he pops the bull, or pops the cow. The cow just looks at him, just shakes its head, and mm. just like what? <laughs> like just oh, oh almost no face. It, it was still rolling. Okay. Beyond had, no phased. I've had that. I've seen that. I've never personally done that. Yeah. I've seen that happen. Like I've seen a um. A missed, a, a fucked up slaughter, and but it's one of the like. Dude, the problem was it was like it wasn't even a fuck up. Like just, it was just an if OG it didn't, didn't if it didn't go right, it was a fuck up. But sometimes I mean, like with, no with animals, like sometimes they're just yep. tough and they don't give a shit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, totally. I mean, so this thing just like, like you would imagine like a cart, like a kid on a playground putting up bullhorns, like pushing their back legs mm-hmm. and take off running. So this cow tried to get out of this like pen we were he had it in. And my boy looks at me, he's like, dude, this thing can't get out. <laughs> and up until that point, I didn't know it getting out was an option. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. like, when you see the guy that kind of thought started to panic, you're like, right oh, shit. Yeah. I was like, oh, man, uh, it's about to get out. Fuck. So, but by the horns. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Grab it by the horns, and I'm on top of its back, and I pull its horns as close as I like, pull my head as close as I can to it. So I figured if its horns are here, it can't yeah. stab me. If I'm out here, I'm screwed. <laughs> Um, I have like my legs wrapped around it, like in like trying to trip its back legs up. <laughs> and we finally get, and I'm doing like one of these like trying to steer a ship kind of over under kind of things on its horns. Finally get the thing on the ground. <laughs> I'm, oh man! <laughs> Go ahead. I'm jamming its horns into the ground so like at least the ground can hold onto it. So I got two hands on this one. <laughs> its other horn is dug in the ground, and we finally like dispatch the animal and. Right. Cooked the whole thing. We had a great day. <laughs> you know, after you joined the rodeo. Seen, look, yeah. I've, seen <laughs> some, I've seen some really bad, um, I used to raise hogs when I was like, like younger. Yeah. And I was always really professional, but like you'd go to someone's house sometimes and they'd have pigs. And I, I watched one time when like the guy went to shoot it in the head with the twenty two and like grazed it and had to like shoot it like it was a running deer. Uh, yeah, it's. This Absolute episode work. is brought to you by PETA. <laughs> All right, you, wanna, you guys want to wrap it up? Yeah. This episode is brought to you by our corporate sponsor, Burnt and Salty. Left burnt, feeling salty at the grocery store because you can't find shit? Well, find Burnt and Salty, the new condiment that won't leave you either or. Put it on your hot dog? Dope. Put it on your pizza? Sick. We've got one thing for everything. It's Burnt and Salty, the sauce line that leaves you neither feeling burnt or your ass salty. I uh, just, sorry, we almost forgot Tito. 
Tell us where where we can find you. What's going on? Yeah, embers and ashes on. Uh, we're on the on the gram as the kids are calling it. Embers dot and dot ashes. Um, our website is embers and ashes chs dot com dot co. Man, Lyle's got to be doing this shit. I suck at this. <laughs> we'll get it. We'll get, well, get the grand part right. I'll, I'll <laughs> we'll get it on the website. We'll get yeah, I make this stuff. She's a brain surgeon. Operation. But yeah, we're we're around town. We always got some uh, some events going on. So, what about you, Brad? Same old hustle. A and A Insurance, uh, West Ashley. Always uh, hit me up. Insurance quote. Save you some coins. Everybody likes to save coin, right? How about you, boy? What you bad? What you doing? Oh, I'm, you know, just getting ready to go back to work. Been on vacation for a little while, and uh, I'm looking forward to getting back to Edmonds Oast. Uh, come check me out. I'm the guy who's wearing a blazer, whether it's hot or cold, just hanging out in the middle of the Oh, you're that fancy guy in the front. I'm the fancy lad in the front. And, Bob, you never get to tell everybody. Go uh, check Bob out. You know where you can see me. Edmonds Oast, Burton's Healthy, Roasting Goats. I'm Bob Kokala. Peace. This show is produced by Lindsay Collins, art by Jesse Mead, and music by Adam McLean.